Welcome to another edition of Market Impact Insights, your podcast source for business leadership perspectives to help your business grow. Hear from experts in marketing, sales, business strategy, and more with practical advice for business success. Make sure you won't miss the latest episodes by visiting marketimpactnow.com. Now, here's your host, Dan Albaum. Welcome back, everyone. Famous presidential speechwriter James Humes is quoted as saying that the art of communication is the language of leadership. And here to talk about how all of us can become more effective in our communications is Kate Curtis. Kate is a former journalist, a communications expert, and president of Communication Tactics, a training consultancy that offers media coaching and presentation skills training to business executives nationwide. And oh, by the way, in her spare time, Kate swims across the English Channel. Kate, welcome to the program. (laughs) Thanks so much, Dan. And thanks for having me. So Kate, uh, tell us a little bit more about your business background. Where did you develop this passion for improving communication in business? Yeah, sure. Well, you know, I've been coaching corporate execs for close to 25 years now. And I have to tell you that this is a really exciting time to be in this line of work right now, because basically everything that you thought you knew about business communication has changed. And so you know, when I look back 25 years ago, we're in an, living in an entirely different environment right now, and we've got to keep staying on top of it. So for me, I'm, I'm passionate about watching the evolution and digging up constantly new research on what's happening. And right now, we're living in a day and age of attention economics. And that means that we've got such a limited supply of attention because there's such a wealth of information out there. And so for me, this is fascinating uh, because what do we do? What do we do with that information? And, you know, for, for you and me, we're sitting here trying to figure out, well, what can we ignore today? right? We're getting bombarded with information. What can we possibly ignore? But as a presenter, you've got to figure out, okay, well, what can I highlight? What can I bring to light? So this to me is really fascinating. You know, Kate, I read a recent article that said that as much as 40% of our work time is spent on persuading, influencing, or convincing others. So the fact is, is right. we better we better pay attention to this, right? Because it's a big part of everyone's job. Right, absolutely, and it's such a big part of of everything that you do. And so it goes, you know, to say that everyone from the CEO of the company on down to the frontline employee needs to learn how to deal with this onslaught of information. Here's another stat for you. You know, we've created more information in the last 10 years than in all of human history. And so when I talk about this attention economics, it's really fascinating for me to say, okay, we're getting inundated. How do we cut through the noise? And as a presenter, that's what I love to do. I love to say, okay, how can we elevate our message. So basically you're taking what you need to say and you're putting it on top of a pedestal 
And then you're going to raise that pedestal up really high, and then you're going to shine spotlights on it, and then you're going to wave a flag, right? So, so here's what we have to do to cut through all the noise. Um, and, and so for me, yeah, it's all about elevating that message, but then also engaging your audience. And so if we think about it in terms of that elevate and engage, we can learn how to cut through the noise. Absolutely. And I know that you've developed an approach that's built around three basic concepts to help us improve the communication impact. Can you share a little bit more about that? Oh, sure. Yeah. And in fact, um, I I believe you're referring to the three P's, which is in contrast to your, uh, didn't you have four P's (laughs) in marketing? (laughs) Yeah, these are my three P's. And it's prepare, pause and perform. And yeah, it, so basically it works like this, you know, prepare and perform. You know, those two things came from my years of athletic training. I mean, and everybody can relate to that if you do any kind of training. First, you've got to prepare for that challenge. And then you've actually got to perform and do the thing that you're about to do. I added the pause in the middle because that's what so many of us tend to forget. Um, and, and so it's so important in athletics to have that pause and also in business, if you're talking about that corporate athlete, to have the pause. So basically it works like this. Uh, You prepare. And that's the planning stage. So critical in business. Put the pen to paper and plan this thing out, whatever it is you're about to do. Um, You know, a lot of people want to wing it. But what I'm saying is, hey, you know, don't be a jerk and say, I'm so smart that I, I, I can just wing this thing because that's what so many people say. And let's not go there. Let's sit down, plan it out, put pen to paper, uh, you, because otherwise you're really not going to get the best business outcome. The pause in there is then to take a few minutes to get your head in the game. And just like every athlete, you can't just go from one thing to the next. You've got to have that few moments to transition. And I think, again, if we're talking about you're looking at all the studies of the corporate athletes and how much we expect our corporate executives to work, I mean, we're, we're doing so much more than a 40-hour work week right now. Um, and at some point, there's a tipping point. And so we've got to be able to pull back, take a few minutes, get your head in the game, go through a ritual, you know, and set yourself up for success. Um, so often we get distracted by, you know, the barrage, again, of the in- information coming in, the incoming emails, the calls. And this is exactly when costly business mistakes get made. Um, there was some study out there that that showed that there's a 10 point drop in your IQ uh, just by getting distracted by those emails and phone calls. And what does that 10 point drop mean? That's equivalent to losing one night's sleep. So that's pretty bad. In fact, I heard that it was like twice as much as smoking weed. So there you go. So don't turn off your computer. Try not to get too distracted and really focus on that. And then finally, the perform, you know, that's game time. And now because you have prepared, you can trust your preparation. And that's what every good athlete does. They go into game time trusting that they're ready. And so there's no um, anxiety around, am I ready for this? Because you trust 
the fact that you've put in years worth of training or however long it's been to do the thing you're about to do. And so then your results are solid. And that's really a, a fail-proof uh, tactic. So yeah, the prepare, pause, perform, you can apply that to anything. You can apply it to sports. You can apply it to business. You can apply it to anything that you're about to take on. That's why I love it. Yep. Easy to remember the group of three concept, right? To, to remember the three Ps. Yeah. A lot of the sense. Three Ps. So, so if companies know what they need to do, they, they want to achieve and reach a higher level of communication effectiveness, what are some of the biggest challenges you're seeing that they are having when they want to improve the quality of either company level or their leadership communications? Right. Yeah. Well, you know, companies, they can roll out the new vision statements and implement weekly or, or monthly town halls or you know, certainly encourage open floor plans to encourage the walking around and managing by walking around. You know, you hear all these things. But honestly, unless we focus on the individual and building their core strengths, then a lot of these things become meaningless. And so for me, it's all about always bringing it back to the individual. Um, Poor communication affects businesses negatively. It affects productivity, it impacts morale, and it costs businesses millions of dollars per year. So really focusing on the individual at all levels of the organization, building their communication skills are key. Because what happens when you do that is that employees are now more prepared to speak up and engage. Even in those weekly meetings, they're more prepared to say, hey, I have something to contribute. So my goal has always been to help people become stronger and more confident contributors at all levels of the organization. Because we don't want the backbenchers. The backbenchers are just sitting back, you know, they're not having an impact and it's certainly not helping their own career. It's certainly not helping them get noticed within their company. And it probably won't happen, you know, as they go out and look possibly for another job. So these things are important all the way around. So, Kate, one area that many companies tend to overlook is proactively developing crisis communication plans. Why is that so important? Huh, yeah. How, how much time do we have, Dan? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um, no, it is so important because, yeah, annual planning, quarterly assessments, you know, monthly goals, all of these things are so important to, to planning out a crisis. Everyone says, Kate, how can you plan a crisis? You absolutely can. Um, you need to take a look at what happened. Well, yeah. In fact, my advice is look at what happened last year and then do a risk ass assessment for this year. So, um, for example, Last year, cyber threats were one a very real and very costly uh, crisis that hit many companies, and, and not just the large companies out there. I mean, we certainly heard, uh, you know, about the targets and the and the Neiman Marcuses, but um, also small to mid level companies um, will get hit. Basically, if you have more than ten thousand dollars in your bank account, you're a target for a cyber threat. Um, so do a risk assessment, um, figure out, you know, where can I expect a breach? How do I prepare for it? And then identify and train your spokespeople. 
um, that's something that you can do this year to plan for something that might happen, you know, on down the road. Um, you know, and, and, and when we think about, you know, going back to sports, cause you know, I love to go back to sports, but I, I like to visualize Pete Carroll on the sidelines. And so can we talk about Pete for a moment? Um, so consider him, <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. He's on the sidelines. He's considering every possible outcome of that game. And not only is he considering every possible outcome, now he's planning for it. So we, and he's creating this game plan. So we need to be more like Pete. We need to be sitting on the sidelines, looking in saying, okay, what's coming at me? What are the top five, top 10 uh, crises that could hit my company this year and whether it's cybercrime or social media gone wrong or some kind of executive misbehavior you name it um there will be something that will happen this year so plan for it yeah identify spokespeople train your spokespeople because you know quite honestly when 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 you freak out you know that's not a strategy uh, so we have to have to have these uh, things in place now, so that you know how to deal with it when it does when it does hit. So we call this our sunny day planning for the rainy day, and uh, very important to do uh, in sports and in business. Yeah, yeah, it's all about yeah. the preparation. Yeah. And as you were talking about football. Just our recent Super Bowl, I think, is another great example. Bill Belichick, if you look at the performance uh, of that defense against the Rams' potent offense, uh, almost everything seemed to be anticipated in advance to shut that down. So as much as people were complaining that it wasn't the most exciting game, the reality is it was a great example of highly detailed, proactive planning resulting in in the outcome for the New England Patriots. So great analogy there. Thank you. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. And just considering every possible outcome, you know, and, 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 and it's like, it's like swimming. It's like when I was, when, you know, we, we talk about swimming the English channel, there was so many jellyfish in the English channel, by the way. And if I hadn't encountered a single jellyfish in any one of my training swims, I think I really would have freaked out. But the good thing is I swim out here in Puget Sound. And so there's tons of jellyfish. So by the time I got to the channel, I was just swatting them away. You know, so that's that's the benefit. The beauty of preparation is by that time, then it doesn't phase you and you just deal with them. You just swat them out of your way and keep going and, and you know, keep working through it. And and so that's, I you know. I, I guess we're comparing jellyfish to, to crisis planning, but that's essentially <laughs> where we're yeah. going with this. Yeah, yeah. Are there other benefits that companies are going to see based on your experience when they do elevate that communication effectiveness to the next level? Oh, my gosh, Dan, yes. I mean, the productivity, I mean, and this is in all the research, productivity increases, morale increases employee retention. I mean, not to mention your overall corporate reputation. So really, if I were to whittle it all the way down, it, it's it's ROI. It's your return on investment. Um, you know, it, and it, you've probably seen the uh, little meme on LinkedIn about, hey, what if we train our people and they leave? And it says, well, what if we don't train our people and they stay? You know, I mean, that's just it, is put the investment in it. Um, and 
really this will start helping, you know, again, in, you know, just helping not just at an individual level, but at an entire corporate level. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Any other performance. That's right. And any other final advice you have for organizations that are looking to take their communications to a whole nother place? Yeah. Um, who, you know, I would say I would say three things. Make it a priority, have a strategy, and enjoy it. You know, because it's right. If it's not fun, um, then it's then it's just all work. But make it a priority. I mean, if communication training is not in your company's budget for this year, I would make sure it is for 2020. I'm already booking out in 2020, so it's important to plan now. Schedule these things out for the first quarter of next year because it'll be here before you know it. And then have that strategy across the board, both internal and external communications are important. So consider how you're going to communicate internally to your employees and externally to, say, the media, investors. Um, But then also throughout all levels of the organization, training everyone, you know, from the CEO to the front line. Um, I used to uh, work in uh, in in the steel industry. I, d- I did some coaching for for the steel industry, and they had us come in and train everyone from the top level management all the way down to the line worker. And that shows you just how important it was because if there was a miscommunication on the line, it could be fatal. And so that they knew that that was important to them and they invested in training everyone on their team, um, management, supervisors, you name it. And so that's that's really key going forward. So, like I said, if it's not in your budget yet, make sure it is for next year. Yeah. The other thing that I've seen over the years is that committing to continuous critiquing, internal critiquing. So when you have a trigger event where there's an important message that's being delivered, maybe it's an internal, external meeting, that being able to have that constructive mindset of saying, hey, let's critique how we all did, right? Uh, Mm -hmm. Have you seen that Mm -hmm. be really important too? Absolutely. And and being open to that feedback, certainly, you know, right? Very important. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Kate, thank you so much for sharing your experience, your wisdom, around this important topic of effective communication. Oh, it's been fun, Dan. It's been my pleasure. And remember to visit marketimpactnow.com for the latest in business leadership perspectives. So long until next time.